Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Um, I'm certain your day has gotten off to a great start because you're here on the Wisdom Inspired call. Uh, Today's topic is overcoming the lure of industrialized entrepreneurship. Overcoming the lure of industrialized entrepreneurship. Lure is defined as tempt to do something or to go somewhere, especially by offering some form of reward. Uh, It comes from a German root word that is spelled L-U-D-E-R, which means fate. I found that to be very interesting because as we look at modern society, we can see that it has created what I call the golden standard of success, and it is being used to lure, especially Christ-centered entrepreneurs, because, again, Wisdom Inspired is for Christ-centered entrepreneurs. So those of us who are living in a fallen world are living under the atmosphere that is ran by our enemy, and his attempt is to lure us, to lure us into a net that gets us caught up in an illusion that time, speed, and method are associated with progress and success. This is so dangerous for those of us that have committed our lives to following our creator because, unfortunately, we seem to be the minority. Many times we find ourselves in the streets of business searching for answers, solutions, and resources to help us grow our business. And today that lure has become so huge that many people are leaving behind the very desires, the very thing that has led them into entrepreneurship for the sake of taking hold to these illusions of golden standards for success. It leads many of us to wrongfully create unrealistic expectations for ourselves, our businesses, and to place unrealistic expectations on people to provide us with answers, solutions, or just to do something for us that makes us believe we're not capable of doing for ourselves. We have passed off our passions and our beliefs for the sake of following and being a part of tribes, following pre-written methods and plans, because it has been told to us through headlines that this is the definite formula, the definite method, within a definite time period to produce the definite results that we desire. And those Christ-centered entrepreneurs as of us, we have a heart for people. Our desire is to please God, and our desire is to do his will. But I heard a quote yesterday that sometimes we need to stop focusing so much on us wanting to do for God what we think he wants and simply doing what he's asked us to do. If we begin to adopt that as our truth, industrialized perspectives of entrepreneurship can be overcome. See, if we don't overcome it, we begin to create an excessive reliance on form over function. God is concerned with how we function in this fallen world. That's why he gave us a clear instruction path on how to live 
until the time comes for us to be with him. But many times we get focused on the form. Are we polished? Are we structured? Are we positioned enough? Are we connected to the right people, the people that we believe is going to get us to that definite result? It causes us to no longer question the hearts and integrity of the people that we gain information from. It causes us to believe the headlines that they write that lure us away from our truth and tell us that what we're doing is wrong and what we're depending and waiting on won't ever happen. It creates in us an underlying underlying insensitivity to our God through his voice, an insensitivity in individuals who become very self-centered and motivated to manipulating people versus serving people, and it creates in us a hurried approach to life, along with an unrealistic desire to see ourselves grow and our circumstances change at an artificial rate that we have personally prescribed. I know I just described some things that you may have felt at some point in your journey or maybe you're feeling now or maybe it will be coming around the corner soon because none of us are exempt from it, right? Because this journey, as long as we are here, we are going to be constantly bombarded with lures of headlines into industrialized processes to living in this world. And my goal is to help us with some truth that when we find ourselves in a situation, we're not just laying in the valley too long, but we're also being able to stand while we're in it, staying true to the one who has given us the vision, the passion, and the idea for our entrepreneurial endeavors. I also go against the myth that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. I personally believe it is because entrepreneurship is indeed a spiritual journey, and it is a journey that we all must undertake at some point and sometime. It's just about whether we do it today, tomorrow, or we do it when we're at the end, but we all will have to take the journey where we'll have to decide to lay aside our own desires and to follow the will of God for ourselves in service to others. So as we get ready to close out today, I want to give you three tips on how to overcome the lure of industrialized entrepreneurship. The first one is understanding the importance of history. You must know you before you can serve others. That's right. You must have a clear idea of who you are. You must know the spiritual training, beliefs, faith, family experiences, the parental models, and disappointments that make you who you are. And there are many other factors to take into account. And you must know how they affect you and affect how you serve others. Understanding your own history of growth and maturity will help you to be honest, establishing integrity about your own limitations. It'll keep you from being Superman. It'll keep you from trying to be everything to everybody all the time. It puts you in a position to understand collaboration and partnerships with other Christ-centered entrepreneurs to help you further the cause, which is to serve others well. See, each of us have areas where we're not knowledgeable, nor are we sensitive enough to even attempt to minister to other people in business. It doesn't mean you can't learn the information, but even everything you learn still doesn't make you sensitive enough to other people's plight. 
So sometimes you need to have a partnership, a collaboration, or an ability to recognize that what the person may need may not come directly from you. It may be that there is something in your network or someone you can connect them to out of a passion and a concern for them and not a desire to be able to build your own platform by being their answer. See, when we desire to be the only one, we create an unrealistic burden that we can't carry. We create and feed the unrealistic expectations of others because they began to worship us as the celebrities, those that have accomplished it all, and they just want to hang on our every word. But your entrepreneurial endeavor is a ministry in this marketplace that should always be ministering to lead others back to Christ, the one who has saved you and the one who keeps you sane in this fallen world. You can't keep another sane because you can't keep yourself sane. Then when we understand ourselves, it is very important under this number one, understanding the importance of history, that we take into consideration the history of those we're serving. See, they come with their own set of family experiences, disappointments, parental models, and so forth, that they are coming to you, and they may not have been on the Wisdom-inspired call, and they may not have heard that there's a lure of industrialized entrepreneurship, and they have been in this marketplace running to and fro looking for answers, and they come to you. But see, when you are equipped to know your own limitations, you're also equipped to recognize when someone is putting unrealistic expectations on you. And at this point, when you understand their history, you've taken the time to learn more about their tragedies, their struggles, their triumphs, and their background. You can better engage and to be able to guide them according to the unique individual plan that they need you are able to customize your service to their needs within your own unique parameters. You're not afraid to say, I can't help you directly, but I may have someone who can. Or I hear what you're saying and I know what you've been through, but what I can do for you is based on how I can serve you and not on what you think you may need from me. See, many times we allow money to keep us from telling people the truth, and then we get clients that become headaches and we wonder why we can't get rid of them. A lot of times it started with us not having the integrity to stay true to our own personal history. So the second principle in overcoming the lure of industrialized entrepreneurship is understanding the importance of God's time, timing, and unique timeline. See, much of the urgency or the sense of missing out that we experience in today's society is not in balance with God's word. Ask yourself this question. Is it really true that if you don't seize the day, then God will be unable to complete his plan for the ages? We are somewhat arrogant to believe that everything hinges on us and not God. This is another way that we put these unrealistic expectations about the timing of change, growth, and progress in our life. I dare you to begin to ask this question when you feel this sense of urgency or you are being led and driven by marketing that is impeding on your sense of missing out. To ask yourself that question, is it really true? 
that if I don't do this or if I don't seize this opportunity, then God will be unable to complete his plan for my life. If you stop in that moment, I promise you the shift will change your life. See, the Bible speaks in terms of generations, 40-year blocks and et cetera. But we, in this fallen land, speak in terms of minutes, hours, and days. What we have to understand is that God's plan is going to be fulfilled in a panoramic view that showcases his goodness and his grace. It will never move in units of measurement so we can sit back and evaluate and pat ourselves on the back for our outward accomplishments. That does not mean we should not be proud of the things that we have overcome, but we cannot make pride the reason that we are seeking the things out because just in that moment we have just fallen into the trap that the Lord has meant to take us to to begin with. And the third principle in overcoming this lure of industrialized entrepreneurship is understanding the importance of anticipation. When we move at rates of speed, it causes us to just become comfortable with the results. We no longer anticipate. We're no longer anxiously and not anxiously, but patiently and excitingly waiting on God to do something in our lives. We become the master controllers of the results. And so things become routine. So we're looking for a next endeavor to keep us excited and keep the adrenaline pumping. So that somewhat, again, leads us to jump off bridges, leads us to seek out platforms because we need some more high because things have just erased themselves and there's no longer an anticipation of what God can do. But we must remember that when God looks at us, he sees us as complete in Christ, not some struggling piece of human flesh that needs to be fixed. It is a quote that said that Jesus did not call the 12 disciples not so much for what they were as from as much as it was for what he could help them become. This anticipation is what fuels our faith. It fuels our walk. It fuels every choice that we make because every step of the way, God knows who we are, but he's starting to reveal it to us. Sometimes if we move too fast, we can't even see how great we've become. We can't see the influence and the impact we've had in people's lives because we're too busy leaving them behind, chasing off to the new people. So we find ourselves looking for other things to get us high, and we're no longer celebrating God and all that he's already done for us. So what I want us to take away as I close in this part here, in the same way that we must see, the same way that he sees us, we must see those that we serve, not for what they are currently, not that they're broken and they need us and we're so proud to serve them, but because we are playing an intricate part in impacting them on their timeline for who they are yet to be. We are playing a part by sowing a seed. And our significance does not come when they come back to us and tell us, oh, and they praise us and worship us. Our significance is already established because God saw fit to use us anyway. So as I close today, I want us to remember that our business as entrepreneurs is specific ministries in the marketplace, and we must treat it as so. We must not get caught up in the traps that lure us seeking for fast success fast progress and industrialized methods 
to a business that was created years and hundreds of years before us because we were designed to be at this point, at this time, in this place. And here's the key. You can't change the timeline anyway. I don't care how many messages you follow. If it doesn't fit the timeline he has for you, you'll be frustrated and you will not see it working. So free yourself and just embrace that you are following a greater plan. It's not an industrialized level of entrepreneurship because your God loves you so much that he has created a unique timeline for your progress, your success, your impact, and your influence. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired. I appreciate you for staying on the line as I went over a little bit this morning, and I hope that it has empowered you and it encouraged you in some way. Please share your feedback with us, email us, or share it on social media. Meet us back on the line tomorrow morning. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.